0: Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your high-flying, high-tootin'-lootin' West Coast gangster coming to be John Wayne, that's right, me. Here I am. I am in Wayne Manor and in the Studio of Evil located in the West Wing recording this episode for what will be the last recording done here in the Studio of Evil in Wayne Manor in this This uh, fine town of Houston, H-Town, Dirty Third, Third Coast, shouts out. Um, As you know, or maybe you're just tuning in, welcome to the show, first of all, guys. I am here. Uh, I've got a big old cup, a big old cup of coffee in my drink coffee hell Satan mug. Shouts out uh, Alicia and Chris. And uh, you know, guys, I'm smoking a big old bowl of uh Grandpappy's medicine, uh, as we all come to know and love it by. This is a little string called Grease Monkey. Like Grease Monkey, that greasy, greasy grandma. You know, you ever sang that song about greasy grandma and greasy monkeys? I did. Um, and then uh, you know you. You got too many monkeys on the bed and too many kids in a tub. And the next thing you know, um, you're in therapy for a few years, but that's fine. Uh, I've got this grease monkey and I'm liking it quite a bit. It's very tasty uh, to my, my refined marijuana esque palate. Uh, if that's not even a word, I don't know. But it's good. I'm here. Guys, I'm moving. This is it. This is the final push. As I record this episode, I know it's actually coming out a couple hours late today on Monday. I'm sorry, guys. I was tired. Um, I got hammered on Christmas. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas time uh, or however you do, whatever you do. Uh, I didn't really do anything this year you know my life is uh you know in 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 a transition right now getting ready to move um i've got the lovely scarlet here with me helping me put this all together and get it set up and uh it's just been a lot of just working to to put it together and then i was like oh yeah it's christmas and what have you done what have you done? We did nothing. Um, Actually got really drunk. Went to uh, found a bar that was open here in the old uh, neighborhood. And uh, there was a fine gentleman there playing uh, songs. Can't remember his name. Um, but he was doing like a lot of 90s jams acoustically. Great, great fucking uh, dude. He said he plays there every every Saturday. So I don't know if you're in the Houston H-Town area. Uh, and you you know are in like the oak forest area and you go to a place called Crowbar I don't necessarily recommend this place there's a lot of white people and stuff there and they play volleyball and shit and whatever but it was open at 11am on christmas and they have a full bar and everything and uh, he says he plays there every saturday so go check him out I don't know I don't care it was uh it was awesome we got pretty hammered and had a great Christmas Day, just kind of bopping around. Ended up, uh, you know, visiting some friends. Like, like a Christmas miracle of sorts. Just uh, having a good time. But paid for it a little bit yesterday in the sense of uh, just being tired and uh, not want to do anything. But hey, now I'm here. I'm recording. Uh, just like uh, you like it, and I like it too, baby. Don't worry. I'm, I would never leave you alone. Cause here I am back. Uh, yeah. So first of all, that and I am moving this week, like within days of this coming out, I'll be packing a, a, a some kind of cubed uh, object that'll be dropped off in my driveway. And uh, I'm going to put all my 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 little thingies in there and uh, then they're going to lock it and and shoot it out of a rocket all the way to Las Vegas. And it'll land over there in some. Uh, cushioned area probably like one of those you know like when a stunt man jumps out of a, a building um, like in the fall guy and then he lands on one of those things I think that's where it hits and then you have like I don't know, like 30 seconds to get to it before it explodes or something. I have to read whatever it is, but, you know, but it'll be there and uh, I'll be driving. I'll be there with uh, with Scarlett will be driving with me. Boney will be with me. My dog, uh, you know, we'll be we'll be packing up the old uh, truck and moving to Beverly, but we'll be stopping in Vegas to live there instead. Uh, So, yeah, I am. It's the last recording of the show here, so it's uh you know I don't want to say it's it's not a sad thing but it's 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 a, it's, a it's, it's exciting it's a new time new moving forward uh nude nudeness and it's gonna be very I'm gonna be nude the entire time uh especially for the goblins in the area they're gonna know they're gonna be able to pick my cock out of a lineup I swear to God the goblins are the homeless people they're gonna know what my dick looks like because I'm not putting pants on. Ever. And, uh, that's just how it's going to be anyway. Um, I'll put pants on sometimes, but you know, few and far between. And, uh, so yeah, we're getting ready. The house is all Wayne Manor is like packed up snug, like a bug in a rug, ready to get, uh, you know, put into the, the rocket box and sent to Vegas And we are ready to do the same. So while it is, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, a little bit of a sadness or wistfulness or horniness that I look back on uh, Wayne Manor here in my time, you know, the the studio of evil was just getting rocking too, you know, and it's it's, uh, you know, it's one thing to tear it down. But I'm excited to rebuild it anew in the new space that it will take over yet to be named uh, forthcoming, name forthcoming, something to do with evil, I'm sure. But we'll see. Anyway, so there we are. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode. I hope that the holidays were, were fine, and we're almost to the new year, and that's great as well. So, uh, with that being said, hey, huge shouts out to my Patreon, homies. Uh, thank you guys so much for your support uh, on my Patreon. You guys are really keeping me alive, especially during this time. There's a lot of crazy shit going on, but I, it's good to know that I have uh, you guys always there in my corner. So, shouts out. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I super appreciate it. Um, if you didn't know, and you want to check out my Patreon, you know, maybe throw a couple bucks your old uncle johnny's way go to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead and you can join one of the tiers that i have set up there and you get all these goodies and stuff that i have there but every single tier that you sign up for no matter what even the one dollar beer club gets you access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast which comes out on my patreon page every wednesday in which i speak with awesome people from around the world even the country uh and across the street so it's uh artists that i meet and uh, interesting people along the way and we we have great conversations, and um, you know it's there's over ninety of them now. So you get access to that and all the back episodes and uh, everything else I put on the wall. And you are doing a, a good turn, and you can you know next year turn to Santa and say, "Hey, bitch, I helped out uh, John Wayne, and now where's my shit?" And he'll be like, "Ho ho ho, here you go," and you know give you a hand job or whatever you asked for. Um, I'm sure it's reasonable and. You know, as long as there's consent, I don't care. But uh, yeah, but you'll feel good because you'll get a handjob from Santa and you'll have helped out uh, you know uh, um this fine gentleman on the road this artist and all the things I'm doing so thank you guys so much check it out patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh we'll talk a little bit more about the awesome dude uh for life boner bonus podcast a little bit later but uh you know we'll moving right along right now guys Cadillac man it's out you guys are, are picking it up I appreciate it so much have a great review uh come out from uh Mike Rankin of the horror bookworms it's I posted it on my Facebook Uh, I'm going to tweet it out as well later, I think, today. I haven't done that yet. But it's uh, a great, great review. I'm I'm so uh, excited that he liked it and and had uh, those kind words to say. So thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Shouts out to you and Anna. Uh, I hope you guys are having a a great time, and I can't wait to see you guys again. But yeah, check it out. My new book, Cadillac Man, from Death's Head Press. It is uh, out and about, and I promise, guys, look, here's the deal. I've been singing this same song for a while. I know. You've heard it. I'm waiting for the you know the, to get the books for me so that I can send signed copies out. I know a lot of you guys are waiting for those. They are coming next week. They will be up. They will be on the John Wayne's Dead store next week, Monday, one week from today, which is the 27th December 2021. In case future aliens are listening to this, one week they will be up, and uh, there will, will be a limited quantity, and uh, you know. I'll be pimping it out there for you guys. So it's coming, and I'm coming too, and so is Christmas again, in a year. So check it out, my new book, The Cadillac Man. Guys, pick it up. If you've read it, please drop a review on Amazon or Goodreads for me. Uh, really helps me out, and I very very much uh, appreciate that. Yeah. So other than just preparing to move this week and and whatnot, uh, that that all that goes with that, I have been uh feverishly working on this new work in progress which i'm very excited about and having a very good time writing um so i've been attacking that pretty well uh so still keeping up with writing and and keeping up with my my work and all that while this is going on amidst amidst all this change and and upheaval uh but also ding 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 here's an important announcement i've been teasing this fucking cock for months even uh But it is coming to an end. I have one final card to finish, which I will do today, in my tarot set, and then the wheels will start to turn. uh, However, fast or slow they go, as far as it coming out to be released, uh, hopefully this year. So uh, that's the goal. It is. It is. It is decided. It is finished. It is done. Is that what? uh, Who said that? Uh, You know, Conan. Conan O'Brien. No, Conan the Barbarian. That's right. Uh, Conan the Barbarian barbarian O'Brienan. somebody said it but it is finished so it'll be done and i'm very excited to get it out there and share it with everybody uh, and thanks everyone that's been tuning in and checking it out i you know posting teased pictures and those of you who uh you know picked up the the four card set the the metal cards and the prints it's all coming to a head everything is coming up millhouse Uh, on that so speaking of that uh you know in the tarot set i uh, think it's time to move into our three card tarot reading that's a nice little transition there i think segue people call it um yeah so you uh, as you know or don't know every week i do a three card tarot reading on myself before the show um and which i've you know kind of jot down my thoughts what i'm what's going on through my head and then try to look at the uh Look at that through the prism of what the cards represent just to get a different perspective on things. And sometimes you get a, a clearer view or a different view uh, just um, by uh, kind of taking a step back and, and thinking about it differently. So that being said, this week, I, uh, you know, on my mind, of course, is is change uh, a lot of things as far as keeping the balance and, and maintaining my flow and my uh, keeping my energy Good and positive and not uh, allowing, you know, stress to come out. me. I mean, just like a good, positive, balanced mindset. And, um, you know, and that being said, also on my mind is planning, not for just what this is uh, for moving, but for the future. Once I get to where, you know, to Vegas and the next steps and all the things with my career and making smart choices Um a lot of things going on with that that you could you can check at uh, johnwayneisdead on the shows page. A lot of twenty twenty two dates are already up, so there's going to be you know more more to be added, of course, uh, always. But it's it's filling up fast. A lot of things are going, so I'm trying to I want to make sure I make wise decisions and and I'm really going to the cons and and making the events that I go to uh, worth it. Uh, for me and, and be the best ones that I can, you know, the best ones for me to attend. So all of those things, and then, you know, you guys know I'm, I'm not great at business stuff, so I'm trying to get better. I've got some help now. So I think it's going to be good. Uh, but all of this stuff is on my mind. You know, there's a lot going on. <clears throat> but interestingly enough, so we move to our cards here. This is a weird, not weird, but but uh, I've never had anything like this before. So all three cards are queens, and they're all upright, which was, you know, I shuffle my deck pretty hardcore. Sometimes I just like zone out when I'm shuffling and don't realize that I've been doing it for like over a minute just over and over again and Boney's looking at me like what the hell is wrong with you? Where do you go when you do this? And I'm like I don't even fucking know. So, I shuffle the deck, uh, you know, pretty well and I this is just interesting. So, um never had something like this uh kind of a spread, but I, it's very cool. So, f- the first queen we get is uh the first card is the queen of pentacles upright of course like i said so one one thing that's going to flow through all three of these cards is the nurturing aspect of um that the all the queens have to them that the nurturing the kind of mothering uh regardless of your gender or however you identify that does not mean like that it's just that that nurturing mother-like uh kind of feeling for uh, the people around you, we, you you have that kind of going. So now that, that makes me think, like, all right, so what you know, what's going on here? Am I nurturing to people or or no? Do I need to be nurtured, Matha? What's wrong? Uh, but anyway, let's jump in here. So the Queen of Pentacles, of course, and the, you know the Pentacles represent our our finances, our material aspects. And so this is some someone who you know you you've got your shit together as far as uh you're you're at a place right now. You got your shit together. You're making money. You can take care of shit. Good stuff is come. You've got that balanced man you've got your job you're making good contributions you're able to do this you might be the main breadwinner or or you might just be getting your shit together to it's 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 leveling out and you're like hell yeah i'm doing this this is good but either way like you're reaching some kind of balance or some kind of uh you know uh uptick in in that kind of aspect of your life the the finances i guess uh you could say um but the thing about this card is, like, while you're doing that, while you're you've you've carved out this career for yourself, you're working really hard. You don't your your relationships with the people important to, with you to you are not suffering because of that. You're able to balance this. You you that's part of what you're trying to do not only work hard and and have a career and do your thing, but also make sure you're 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 taking care of the people around you. You're not you know just completely checking out into like what you're doing. Th- that's kind of a big part it's it's a part of who you are and what you're doing and it's just kind of rolled in there right now it, it's just popping this is also like the flow of uh, like i always talk about the flow of our intuition and the flow of just trusting um ourselves uh goes all the way through this reading the spread right here so that's the that's a flow, that's a balance right there that we're achieving. And, and, you know, like I said before, this is just like whatever this moment is that that's what this is happening right now. This isn't like for the next six months, you know, this could be, it could be six months. It could be six minutes. could be just today. All of, you know, you're feeling this either way. We have to like embrace these moments and kind of try to, get the most out of them that we can so that being said like you know you're balancing it right now you're 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 still keeping people who are important to you a priority while being able to make this contribution and you're and you're you're stoked like you feel good about it because you're like yeah i'm doing it and uh you know and people people see that in you and they they like you know they know that it's this is a genuine thing uh, about who you are and they recognize that you're you take that time, even though you are hardworking and you're 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 striving to build this and, and you maybe just got that new job or just got that new promotion and it's a lot of extra work. But the pe- the people that are important to you, they realize that you're still taking the time for them and and that that doesn't go unnoticed is is uh part of this. So next card we get Queen of Cups again upright just like i said so we know again nurturing this that goes through here but in in a more with this one it's even kind of more magnified because cups represent our our feelings our emotions all of that kind of uh good stuff so while the nurturing aspect the mothering aspect you know still runs through this card as well with this one you This speaks, I guess, more of going back to the last card of the people that you connect, that that you tune into, that are important to you, that you stay connected with right now, especially. Um, You are there for them in a way that um, it's just the right time, I guess, to to be with them because you have your shit balanced out. Your emotional, you know, uh, being, I guess, is... As such, where you can be there to listen to what people have to say, their problem or whatever is happening, you could be there for them, and you know that you're not going to be sucked into whatever their deal is, which happens sometimes. You know, you just hear the same thing over and over again. You're there, you're trying to be there, and then all of a sudden, their problem, you you start identifying with their problem, and uh, it's it's not your thing, but you're making it your thing, and you get dragged down into this, you know, kind of depth of a an emotional drowning that you're not even in the, you're not even supposed to be swimming in that lake idiot so anyway what i'm saying is you have all that together now and so you are at a point where you're strong enough to be able to be there for the person recognize what they need they might just need to talk and not want advice that's something i always have struggled with or and, and always i'm trying to balance where it's like well you know what i would do when people are just trying to vent you know sometimes that's that's just what they want. And you know that now you're, you're aware. And sometimes they want some advice and you, you are there for that too. But this is a, like, again, this ties right back into that card that we had before the queen of pentacles with the people in your life. You're, you're making the money, you're doing your thing, but you're, you're staying very, very well connected to these people, or at least you should, you know, or now I say you, I mean me, the Royal uh, editorial, what have you, you know, uh, our troubles are over, dude. so, that being said, moving on to our next card, Queen of Swords. So, uh again, upright, all of these queens upright. Great. And so the swords, uh, that's our that's our thoughts. That's our intellect, right? We know that. And um, you know, with the queen, again, we've got that nurturing mothering spirit, but a queen is, is this is like a your intellectual power right now is strong. You're you're, you've got a clarity right now. You're you're firing on all cylinders, which you know that probably goes back to we connect to the Queen of Pentacles, where you're you're you've got your career on track, or you're, you've you've gotten that finance thing figured out. You've leveled all of that out. So you've used your intellect to to do that. It all ties back into that. Um, however, like this, and then this also ties into our last card, the Queen of Cups, it, it, with all of the emotional. Um, type of touchy feely aspect of your self in this moment it, it's this is kind of like a i guess a, a, a warning or a cautionary thing like this the queen of swords like they are all about the the fucking cut to the truth let's just get to the fucking shit and then they will tell you like hey get your shit together they tell you how it is they 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 think you know with this kind of attitude it's like being too empathetic or too, uh, you know, there for people to be like, oh, it's okay, uh, is distracting to you, it's distracting to them. You feel that those emotions distract you when you are very much more using your head than your heart in, in this situation. And the way I, you know, this is just my interpretation of how these cards go. With, with this, I, like, again, I think it's just kind of reiterating with the with the Queen of Cups is saying, like, you know, you... Yeah, you need to be there, and you are empathetic, but you need to stay strong in your in your um, in your emotional area because maybe you have been distracted in the past by something like you know falling into your friend's shit or just being emotional, whatever it is that has to do with that. Like you need to know that this is a decision I need to help with my head, and this one I'm going to be using my heart. Again, that's the balance that we strive for, right? That's the flow. That's why we always have to make sure we keep that intuition open um, and always let that flow and, and know that it, the more we are tuned into that, the, the more we know when it's time to like trust that more than our head or take that. From our gut with a little grain of salt and think about it before we we do, you know, so that's what I say. I think this is like just saying, like, remember that happened or don't let that happen because you've got this shit going with the Queen of Pentacles. You've got the the career. You got the thing. You got the next step. You're keeping the people in your lives that are important, but you can't let that affect your path. You have to realize you're still moving forward. You're still doing your thing. And that is. um important as well. What you're doing is important. Um, Being there for your friends is great, but you have to think of yourself uh, as well in these situations. So keeping it balanced, keeping it together. uh, That's our reading. I uh, hope you got something out of that. I I sure did. And thank you for for listening. And again, the, the deck is almost done, folks. Almost done. One card today. I will draw and it will be uh, done. And then it'll just be updates from me going, like, yep, did this. Oh, have to talked to this person. It's going to happen. And you're going to love it. I'm going to love it. And it's going to be great. Anyway, moving along. Speaking of great, you know who's great? You know what is great besides this great nation we live in? The Coreys. That's right. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman rest in power to Haim. Feldman's out there doing the job of two Corys right now. And that you may think that you look at him and you say, that guy's crazy. He's just all over the place. Hey, man, it's a lot to take on to be two Corys at once. And I think he's doing a damn good job. And uh, I, I hope you will reconsider what you think of him and reconsider or consider, for that matter, calling the Corey hotline, which is open 24 hours a day, the Corey Hotline, seven days a week, holidays, uh, all kinds of holidays, leap year days. We're open. You can call the Corey Hotline. What this is, is a, a hotline that you can call any day, like anytime you want, drunk, sober, and, and leave a message for me here at the show. And I will play it on the air, on the air, in the recording, on the show, and I'll talk about it, answer your questions. Get your uh, you know, comments, uh, you know, rebuff your your statements or whatever it is, you know, whatever you want to do, just call, talk, no big whoop. That number is eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. That's right, eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. And if you call in the next hour, we're gonna throw in a free no, this is this is a recording. It's it's it it's honors the quarries, it honors yourself, you honor me. When you call, please call eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. We have one, uh, we have one message today. Uh, we're gonna play, and uh, it's just uh, I don't know. If this is a mystery caller. I'm not quite sure if they say who they are, but we'll see. Let's go right now. Love you, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's yeah. I love the I love Corey too. See, sometimes you just need to call and let's listen to that again you, Corey. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I see. And that's the kind of thing. If you just need to call and tell Corey you love him, you can do that. You can do anything you want. Call the number 832 930 1347. Call the show. You can talk to me, ask me questions, be on the show. No big whoop. So 832 930 1347. So call the Corey hotline. The Corey's miss you and they need you. So moving right along, uh, we talked earlier. Uh, in the show about uh, my Patreon podcast, the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. And like I said, I talk to a lot of a uh, lot of people, a lot of awesome, awesome people. Uh, I've made so many friends um, going to, you know, all in all my travels, performances and shows and and all the cons. And it's been great. And I have a lot of these people on the show. And uh You know, if you've been listening for a while, you know, sometimes I drop in um, a clip from uh, the current uh, or upcoming Awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcast. And this is going to be one of those times. This is actually from the episode that just came out um, this past week, but I didn't get a chance to share it because I recorded it after I did this show. Uh, This uh, with uh, an awesome fucking awesome dude for life. Uh, for sure, very good buddy of mine, Kelby Losack. We had a conversation. Um, he's been on the show before. Um, while while ago, we did we did some uh, swap cast stuff with his uh show, but he's working on a lot of stuff. I love the shit out of Kelby, and uh, you know, he's straight up gangster in the way he does shit, and I fucking love it. And uh, we have a great great conversation. Um, about creativity about art about how we approach things about ego about all of these things like it got it was so so awesome and so uh i'm gonna drop in a clip to listen to but uh again like it's worth this episode is worth uh joining the patreon alone but there's like 93 other ones to listen to. But anyway, so if you want to check this out, the whole episode is at Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, any tier you join gets you access to it and all the other ones. But I'm gonna play a little bit of it here for you. This is a conversation I had with uh, my good friend Kilby Losak. Got a new book out and shit. What's what's happening?
1: Yeah, yeah, Dead Boy by me and JDO came out recently. Um, we wrote that in like a couple of weekends. Uh, just sped through just like went sort of took everything we've been preaching and decided to practice it with just the barreling through like uh, filtering all of these subconscious ideas that we hold and whatever and just fucking like putting it out there you know just uh allowing the art to be what it is uh no no holds barred no
0: um you know frills or or frazzles about it uh, when when you, let me uh, when you say that, do you mean like um, like a free flow, like Cormac McCarthy no punctuation type of free flow on some of this, or just like uh, stream of consciousness? Not you know, however.
1: Kind of no, just out. letting it all out. Like we had uh, two big ideas. It was like we had the um, the idea of like what it would be, which is like the super depressed dude loses his girlfriend. Uh, like she kills herself, and then his dog dies and he brings his dog back to life with a energy drink and hell yeah okay yeah and then we had like uh the the end of the book like we had david came up with a good joke for it to end on and <clears throat> we were like hell yeah we gotta do that and then we were pretty much just like okay so uh, you write the end of it and i'll write the beginning of it and then we'll just like sort of stitch it together and uh so
0: then that's just what we did from there so were you were you guys passing it like back and forth type of thing, or just like y- you knew you were writing that half, and he knew he was writing that half, and you went like that, or or what was the process like for you guys?
1: Um, yeah, we pretty much had like name placeholders. Like if we came up with a character, uh, it'd be like uh, brackets villain or whatever, yeah. and then just like you know we we fix all that shit and post and stuff. Um, We'll fix it in post. Yeah, fix it in post. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I think I, I like introduced the character, and then when we passed it back, you know, like he didn't have that character, so we just kind of put that dude in to the yeah. other parts, and then shit that he did, I went back and like rewrote some <laughs> scenes from the beginning and to make it all flow together and shit like that. A really cool way to uh to make shit happen
0: like the yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Where where do we get this book? Because it's not like, it's just from you guys, right? No,
1: it's on it's on the zone. It's on the Bezos website. Oh, it is. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay.
0: <clears throat> you can right get on. it
1: from there.
0: Um, and that's with you, you and J. David Osborne. Is that out under, uh, his his imprint or you guys imprint or? It's a
1: Broken River
0: book. Yeah. Broken oh hell River's yeah, coming. bitch.
1: Broken River's coming back. In a Boom. Big way. Yeah. Yeah, 2022, we've already got... Bro, I'm working on like five fucking books right now. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. Which I think would like blow a lot of people's minds, but I know you've been going crazy. <laughs> you probably came out with like three or four books since the last time I even saw you.
0: Uh, I don't know what I got. I just, um, the Cadillac Man just came out like a couple weeks ago in November. That's like my longest, longest work so far, like published work. And I wrote one of those uh, splatter westerns that comes out next year or in 2022 with that next wave. That's already done. Uh, And this thing I'm writing right now is actually this actually kind of reminds me of like uh, of uh, reminds me of you or made me think of you and think of Heathenish a little bit as I was writing this because it's it's super gritty. It's in this pseudo Vegas style uh, city and it's all in second person i'm doing it in second person for some reason i, I nice. just heard, i heard it in my head as like start with this mm-hmm. whole second person feel and i was like i'm just gonna go with this so i've been like chopping this uh, chopping away at this for a while like uh not a while just like a really like three weeks now and i'm just like just going so i'm having yeah. a lot of fun with it but yeah i think it's something you would like right up your alley very street gritty like uh cool ass shit so thug stuff you
1: know no i fuck with that and i always fuck with like like experimenting with the medium instead of just like uh like i yeah you have to listen to that voice when it comes to you i'm actually i'm working on a collab with uh grant womack and uh like shout out grant he's coming back with some new shit too um, shout out to you. he uh <laughs> i texted him because I, I heard like i had kind of the same. Uh, experience is that like I was working on some material for it and I was like bro I think I'm gonna switch this this to like second person and he was just like uh okay that might work (laughs) and then I sent him what I had and he was like oh yeah this is fire fuck yeah let's do it
0: yeah that always sounds daunting like a second person and uh, I, I probably if you would ask me like the day before I started writing that this this thing, I would have been like, fuck, no, I'm not going to write something in second person. But then, like, here I am doing it. And uh, it's actually not as... Maybe, I don't know why I thought it was going to be so hard. It's it's kind of fun. Like, you know, I go back every day and, like, start the day with, like, editing what I wrote the day before. And I'll catch myself, like, slipping into third or first person on some sentences and be like, whoop it, there you go. Go back, go back and try to rework fit things. <laughs> I kind of think, I think it's fun. It's a challenge. I've never done it before. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. But, yeah, you got to listen to um you know you know what how it's going to come out the best you listen to that voice trust your intuition let it flow baby let it flow
1: you know yeah that's how you develop a voice like you you listen to the voice that comes to you and uh i i I always like putting uh restrictions because like otherwise my imagination could kind of run wild of like like not in a good way like of all the different possibilities and then i'll never like settle on anything so like If you make it you try to make it really difficult like uh whether that's like the way that you write it or the style that it's gonna be like i'm gonna do this in second person so now that's like a rule you have to follow that's like and then unless unless like you get into it and it starts feeling like it should be something else but like just to get started at least or like i'm gonna write this in a weekend and now you got to do that like Mm -hmm. so it's that's the only way i can make myself like sit still and commit to something otherwise i'll just keep like Thinking of different ways it could be, and never actually make it into anything.
0: Yeah, that that happens sometimes. Uh, I've talked about it before. Something similar with like when Nick P and I write, it's like a kind of a law of diminishing returns. We'll keep going back to the same thing and think we got to make this funnier. We got to make it more this, this, this. If we're, you know, the sketches and stuff that we've written together, and then it just doesn't get done, you know, or it just keeps getting rewritten until we're both like, mm-hmm. ah, fuck this, you know. And and so yeah, you definitely um have to kind of go with with it sometimes and not second guess yourself or or you know be like, well maybe we put a dragon in now and that's fun, right? Everyone loves dragons. They don't don't do it. Don't do it, it, you know.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta kind of I took that uh out of the page of Takashi Mike. We've been doing the Agitator podcast and like watching a whole bunch of, you know, Takashi Miike movies, Shinya Tsukamoto movies and like just all kinds of like extreme Japanese cinema and uh like Miike is somebody he's I think he's directed like 107 movies now and you don't get to that point by being too precious like with what you're working on you just kind of like shoot that's cool scene done let's go to the next one and it's like you it can be like sloppy but it developed like if you're a naturally like if you're a natural talent then you have to learn to embrace that like y- humility is good but uh, an acknowledgement of what like the talent that you do possess is like necessary too to like just go with it to like just trust your instinct and like you, something i mean you can keep crafting something for years and, years and years and years and years and it could come out like good and it could even come out great but there's a different type of, like, vibe I really fuck with, like, of shit that kind of has a, a, a taste of wabi-sabi to it that's kind of, like, a little disjointed, a little rough around the edges, but, like, has moments of gold in it. Like, I'm way more interested in, like, gold nuggets in the trash versus
0: just, like, you know, uh, Immaculate Mansion it, or whatever. Spinning gold, spinning all gold. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, okay, so that's before we get into the agitator podcast, first of all, what you just said was awesome. Every artist listening to this and writer should take note of that, you know, uh, of all this whole fucking chunk of of shit that uh, Kelby just said. Um, But going back to the writing thing before we move on to the podcast, you said that uh, you have like five books that you're working on right now, kind of in the works. Um, Yeah. Do you this is something I've talked about with other writers uh, on here and with Triana and stuff. Or do you think all of these are going to come to 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 uh, not fruition, but you're going to to completion? Like, is it a blowjob to completion? You think that these are all gonna you're gonna come out with all five of these books, or some of them mm. gonna be like, eh, you know? And I just asked because, like, I've this happens. This has happened to me a couple of times now. Like with the splatter western, I wrote I wrote it like I wrote two like thirty thousand word uh, attempts that I got to like thirty thousand words. I was like, fuck this, this is I'm I started over. And when I started writing this thing that I'm writing, I was writing this horror, like, you know, urban legend kids getting, like, sucked up into this thing. And I just was, like, 100 pages in. And I'm, like, I started, like, a couple of sentences of this other thing. And I was, like, well, I I think I'm going to write this for a while. So it's, like, that thing is just, like, well, maybe it's done or maybe I'll come back to it. But right now this has taken control and this will be the next, you know. Yeah. It's asserted its dominance. But yeah.
1: No, I've, I've been through that before for sure. There's like a couple of, uh, of things that used to be on my hard drive and I just decided to fucking delete them all together. But, um, yeah, I would like work on it, Like with, uh, that happened with the way we came in. I like wrote a totally different book before it, uh, with hurricane season. I wrote a totally different book. Um, and they, but they each contained like similar ideas as to what I, I, I ended up transplanting, transplanting, like into the books that I actually did finish um mm-hmm. these like five i'm just like on a diff i'm just like uh fired up on like uh, I've, I've got different ideas for like all of them and like so they don't really bleed into each other so i like yeah i, I think i'm gonna suck them all off to completion like because right. i like it. thank you for
0: using my term appreciate it yeah 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 <laughs> Hell yeah all right there you go hey uh, check it out. The whole episode uh, of myself and uh, Mr. Kelby Losak chopping it up hardcore style uh, in an honest fashion is on my Patreon, patreon.com John Wayne is dead. The awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. Check it out. And please do check out Kelby Losak at uh, Heathenish Kid, um, I believe, is his, his handle. Um, but anyway, check it out. Kelby Losak, he rules. Anyway, moving along, I think it's time to uh, <clears throat> move in right along, hit to our story portion of the podcast now I know last week I I talked about uh you know I told a bunch of Christmas stories and shit before and you know I was just going to talk about moving which I did uh or or something I can't remember maybe I talked oh this is that was a sex story or something but I know Christmas just happened the holidays are behind us the new year we just have to get through that and then we can start uh balls deep in this uh 2022 but We'll take a step back because I was reminded. Now I did tell um, a, ver- a version of this story years ago. Uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. But I mean, we're at episode two two thirty three right now, guys. So it's buried somewhere back in the anal's <laughs> anal of uh, of this. But I'm gonna re- I'm gonna you know I get we have new listeners all the time, and uh, this is a this is an oldie but a goodie that uh, I was reminded of the other day. I was hanging out with uh, some some of my uh, some folks. And we talked about the uh, the Christmas challenge, Christmas ale challenge. I'm sorry, was brought up, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" And there, there was talks about us uh, 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 reviving it and doing it again, trying like right now in this day and age. But uh, I don't know. But anyway, what? Uh, this is a this is a this is a good one. This is a first the story of the first Christmas ale uh, challenge. This is uh, you know Christmas ale one. You, zero, Point 0.1, one. So this story is from uh, a Christmas holiday season of uh, epic, purport- no, um, from, man, 10 years ago? No, more than that more than that, uh, like 15 or so years ago, something like that, I don't know, but it starts like this, now there's a, you know, a, a brewery here in Houston That's the that was the first craft brewery here, uh, I've been to it a fuck ton of times, I talked about how they used to have their old the tours at their old facility, and now they have this new huge beer hall where they do tours. It's St. Arnold's. St. Arnold's Brewery um, was our first craft brewery here, like in the Houston area, and my friends and I would go all the fucking time, like every Saturday, and just get hammered for the you know ten bucks admission or whatever that that they charge because their beers were like, you know, just. Juiced with alcohol, high alcohol beers. This is like my first are also like our first foray into craft beer. You know, it's like, ooh, what's this? And then we get like super into it and can only drink that and that whole time, you know, and uh, it's good beer. They make really good beer. Uh, I have to say they they're still in business. They do a lot. Uh, I know they distribute to some places nationwide so if it's in your area do check it out st arnold's um but one of the things that they've been doing there as a a staple i guess every year is the christmas ale and it's a dark beer a dark ale that's uh you know malty and you know kind of it it doesn't have uh at least back then it, it doesn't have like what some christmas ales do where they put like fucking cinnamon or nutmeg in it and some shit didn't have that it was just like a dark rich malty ale and it got you drunk I and are like 10 or 11 percent per per beer like per you know regular size 12 ounce fucking beer so uh we that was one of our favorites. My, my buddies and I, are friends, like we loved Christmas ale when it came out. We were like, we got to drink Christmas ale. Ugh. And it, because it got you drunk and it was good. And, um, you know, it always sold out super fast. So it's always like, we got to get there and get some Christmas fucking ale. So one day we are uh, meeting um, my group of friends of mine. This is like, now this is before like I was even married the first time. Uh, but I am dating the, the person I married then. Uh, with my buddy Adam. I can use the names in this one. I'm gonna fuck Adam. Jeremy is there. Um uh my ex-wi ex 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 wife Apple Jer- uh my buddy Adam, his girl, like all oh, like I think oh my buddy, my friend Roxanne. That's right. And uh we are gonna go meet at we meet up at Adam's this particular like night because we are uh we're gonna go to this like reggae thing at uh last concert cafe which i've talked about many times on the show last concert cafe was like the first place like here in in you know houston at least that i knew of back in the day like even when i was in high school you could go on wednesday night and you could smoke pot on the you know out back in the big sand pit stage where they'd have this jam band play and you you know be all hippie like or whatever but it was really cool just to like this is a place where you go smoke weed Ugh. now like you can smoke weed anywhere and it's great that's which is great I'm not saying that I uh, appreciate it any less but this was like really a place that's all like kind of taboo but they're known for like fucking I don't you know like of course if there was going to be a reggae show of course it's going to be at fucking last concert you know it's it's that kind of place right so they have a jam band there all the time and Adam wanted to go check out this reggae reggae festivule Know, some reggae show and also normal was like sponsoring it uh which you know the national organization for fucking regulation of marijuana whatever it is i can't remember but it's a uh, normal uh was going to be there to you know spread the uh education about marijuana and uh, you know about how you know what hemp can be used for all this kind of shit but again like this was a while ago this was before it was like le- legal everywhere so they were trying to like do the lord's work uh with this kind of thing so that's going to be there the reggae thing is going to be there we meet at Adams apartment we bring some beers and we all, we kind of we all bring like some christmas ales right so we realize we have a pretty good amount of christmas ales like in the in the fridge so we're going to pregame before we leave and we're drinking some Christmas sales. And I can't remember who, who decided that or who came up with the idea. I really can't. So uh, if I do, I'll report back. But one of us says, you know, Hey, wouldn't it be uh, fun if we had a, like a contest? Like, I think it was like somebody came back like, this is my third one or whatever. And like, Hey, it's, you know, it's not a contest or but like, what, what if it was a contest, you know? And we were like, what do you mean? Like, well, We we get together like we 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 huddled together like some kind of an NFL team would, um, and and came up with a game plan, a play, if you will. Or we we decided like, hey, what if we just saw we had a contest to see who could drink the most Christmas ales? Because like I said, they're dark, they're thick, kind of they're it's a heavy beer to drink and it's high in alcohol, so it's not like you're slamming Miller Lights or something, you know, and and. So we're already feeling pretty good, and we say, "Yeah, that's great. That's a great fucking thing. Let's let's do that." Um, and uh, you know that's one of the great decisions you make. And so then we start going at it, and we um, finish all the Christmas ales that are in the in the refrigerator that we brought, and then called Last Concert Cafe to make sure they were serving Christmas ale before we went there, and they were. So we go, I can't even remember how deep we are into this, but I know I'm pretty fucking hammered at this point. We get to the place, we get to last concert, and we all immediately get another Christmas ale. And we're just, you know, we try to like chug that one or drink as fast as we can to get another one to get ahead because we're all pretty neck and neck. And then as as we're going, this is when people start to fall out a little bit because now we smoked some weed, you know, it's, it's getting a little rocky here. We're pretty hammered but we're trying to like drink these fucking beers and it is, <clears throat> it's getting tough. I'll tell you that it's getting tough. Now, as we're there, like along comes very good friend of mine, friend of the show, friend of uh, you know, longtime friend Uh, cuts my hair all the time or, or was cutting my hair all the time. And now I'm moving page shows up. So shouts out page. Um, she, and also, How I know Paige is she worked at Starbucks with me, the one that I managed. So that's how I knew her, and so she was at this show as well. She's like, "Oh, hey, I know you're here, like that." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up, Paige?" Hey, you know, like like I said, I'm drunk. I'm probably thinking I'm all cool and shit, but I'm drunk as shit. Ah, I was cool, but uh, we're just going at this challenge still. And I, I, I have a, I get another beer and uh, a Christmas ale. And it's in a bottle, right? And so, like I said, the normal people were there, set up with their information. And it's kind of like like a vending thing, like would be set up with the tables. And it's like kind of just just a few tables and some tents, you know, maybe six or so tables. And this one, like, you know, dude is behind his table, older guy, older hippie dude. And he's got all these, like, newspaper article things, like these books of articles and shit, where he's like got all this information about about marijuana and about the benefits and how we should, like, use hemp to make things and all this fucking information and stuff and pamphlets, everything across this table. And I have, I'm holding this beer and I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. You know, I like, and I I do this like grand gesture across this table and just like, sp- like spill beer. Basically it's like, I poured a beer across this table, like some kind of like, like I was in like a college movie. Like I was the frat guys, like coming to fuck up the, the nerds party or something it, like completely by accident. And I'm like, Oh shit man oh shit and like so my the woman i was with that sees me do this she's like jesus fucking christ this guy's like being pretty cool and i'm like oh they pull me away basically because like they know like he any help you're not gonna help anything make it worse i definitely spilled a lot of beer all over this guy's shit like his binders of of articles and information it was bad i was fucking drunk but i would not stop because i wanted to win and so I kept drinking, and then, you know, seen missing, and now it's time to go home. And I, I have won this challenge, friends. Uh, I was neck and neck with Roxanne, but I think that my final number was thirteen. When I topped out on on these, and so I am fucking feeling no pain. And so we're going to leave. You know, like all right, come on. They're trying to get me outside, and uh, I see my friend Paige as I'm leaving. I'm like, hey, I'm leaving she's like, okay, bye, I'll see you at work or whatever. And I, you know, we go to hug and I, you know, I give her this hug and then, um, I, we go and we leave. So I basically, you know, I pass out as soon as I get in the car, like my, uh, the, you know, person I was with was, you know, the driver or whatever. She was not competing in the challenge. We got back. I just like wake up in my bed the next day, basically. It's just like, Th- that's like the very last memory i have even is like maybe giving Paige a hug and then i'm out and i don't even remember that very well so when i come to you know i'm like oh, where am i what happened like oh shit i'm home okay good that that well that's number one good second i feel awful i'm definitely hung over and i'm just like oh and i start to stir and um my girlfriend comes into the room uh when she hears me and i think it's like I don't know, 11 or something in the, in the morning. Like I've slept like a long, long time and uh, a long time for me at least. And she's like, how do you feel? And I was like, Oh, awful. And she's like, yeah, you drank a lot. And I was like, I won. And she's like, yeah, you did. And then she takes a pause and she says, any memory, do you have any memory of giving Paige a very long and uncomfortable hug last night? And I was like, immediately like sat up. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. Do you remember doing that? And I was like, no, I, I remember saying bye to her, gave her a hug. Yeah, you gave her a very long and uncomfortable hug, and I was like, "Oh, shit! Like how? Like what?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, am I like what the fuck? Have I like, you know, made someone uncomfortable? What the hell?" Like I, I, it really, it started fuck with me. I'm like, "Man, should I call her?" And which she's like, "Um, I would, you know, my girlfriend was, I wouldn't call her today. Are you gonna see her? You know." you see, you see her work on Monday. And I was like, yeah, she's like, maybe, maybe say something to her then. But today I wouldn't, I wouldn't call. So that even made me feel like, Oh Jesus Christ, what did I do? Like fucking, you know, try to fist her or something? Like, what did I just like walk into her grabbing her tits like face for like, what did I do? Like, I felt like, ah, it was going through my head all day. Plus I was fucking hungover as shit. And, um, it was, you know, it was just a bad, bad day. Uh, I, I could barely savor my win. My victory because of because of this is plaguing my mind. So the next day is Monday. And on Mondays, um, when you're a manager at Starbucks, we it's an admin day. That's the day we go in and do like write the schedule, payroll. You have to fucking do a bunch of other stupid shit that you know you're supposed to do that you know, I would pencil whip most of it. But um, so I go in and I know that Paige is coming into work. I think at like seven or eight a.m. or some shit like that. So I I show up early. I'm back in the in my office area doing my thing, and then Paige comes in. She's like, "Hey, good morning. Hey, how are you? How's it going?" And I was, I'm like, "Good, good." And I'm like, "Well, oh, she seems good so far." And then uh, and then uh, she's doing, putting herself. I was like, "Hey, when you get clocked in and settled, uh, step come back and see me real quick." And she's like, "Okay." So she comes back, and I'm and she, I'm like, "Hey, uh, so." you know, it was good to see you at the show. And she's like, oh yeah, that was fun. It was good to see you, you guys had fun. I was like, yeah, it was fun. I was pretty drunk. She's like, yeah, you were drunk. That was good. Y'all were doing that challenge. And I was like, yeah. And I said, look, I was told, um, you know, by my girlfriend that I, when I left to, to say goodbye, that I gave you a very long and uncomfortable hug. And I really, I just want to say, I am very sorry if I made you uncomfortable being drunk is not an excuse. So I'm not, I I just, I, I just am sorry. And she was like, what, what are you talking about? And I was like, did she said, I, I gave you a really long hug and it was really uncomfortable and that it was inappropriate. And I just, I'm I'm really sorry. And she was like, huh? Yeah, you gave me a hug, but if it was long and uncomfortable, I didn't notice or think it was. And I was like, really? She's like, no, I thought it was just a normal hug. You know, it's like, Huh. All right. Then everything lifted. I was like, wow, I'm not I'm not some kind of a monster. You know, I I just gave a normal hug. Now, it turns out it was a long hug, but that's just it was a regular hug and never registered. So from then on, that was the birth of what uh, Paige and I would call the long and uncomfortable, where uh, we just called any kind of thing like that. Oh, don't do it in a long and uncomfortable fashion. You're just throwing it around. And, And then every hug after that was, of course come give me a long and uncomfortable, very funny, uh, very funny time, now, and the Christmas Ale Challenge went on for several years after that, um, I think I even told a story where we did it one year, um, at, uh, a place I used to, a house I used to live in, where we had a slim keg of Christmas ale and bottles, and we drank all of it, and, uh, I think, I think Roxanne won that night, actually, but, uh, good times good great great oldies great hugs um all that kind of stuff so you know i don't know if you have saint arnold's in your area uh maybe you know check out christmas sale when it comes out and uh maybe you and your friends could have a challenge of of some sort uh as well to commemorate the season you have 360 whatever days 50 i don't know you have like a year to train all right to do it All right, there we go. Hey, Christmas Ale Challenge Revisited. Long and Uncomfortable, The Birth of. What a time. Um, So that was it. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode, the last episode that will ever be recorded here in the Studio of Evil in uh, Wayne Manor that's located in H-Town, Dirty Third, Third Coach. Shouts out. Thank you, guys. Uh, the show's not going anywhere. It's just moving locations, but this was the last recording. So thank you guys for joining me. I very much appreciate it. Thank you again to all my Patreon supporters out there. I love you guys. I appreciate the support. Um, if you'd like to uh check it out, Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, plus you can get uh, access to all the awesome dude for life bonus bonus podcasts, especially the one with uh my man Kelby Losak that we just did. So check that out. Go to John Wayne is Dead.com for all your John Wayne needs, desires, lusts After my books are up there, like I said, mark your calendars next Monday. The Cadillac Man signed copies will be available on the website to order. So it is a thing. Uh, Also, all my other books that I have in stock are there. Records, T-shirts, all that good stuff. And uh, please check out my dates for 2022 plan your plan your vacation accordingly to where I'm going to be that weekend so you can spend it with me because I know that's what you want to do uh, and don't forget to uh, follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Twitter Instagram and TikTok and uh, yeah uh, you know here's to you Mrs. Wayne Manor Robinson <laughs>